back to the book people where i interview people whose lives and careers revolve around books i'm your host aishwarya and today we are going to talk about book covers so i've always been so curious about book covers because i know nothing about designing or visual art but as a reader it's the first thing i notice in a book you know when i'm deciding what to read or what to buy and i love how covers they don't just tell you the title of the book but they really tell you what to expect from a book you know like what genre this book is whether it's a serious book or a funny book and i really really want to know how designers are able to sort of capture the essence of a book in the cover so today i'm talking to harshad marathe he's an illustrator and storyteller who has designed some brilliant book covers that i absolutely love like prayag akbar's book leela Each of Us Killers by Jenny Bhatt and so many covers for Perumal Murugan's books like Rising Heat and Trial by Silence and he also designs magazine covers and he has illustrated some children's books as well so we really break down this designing process from when he gets a brief to how he makes the final cover and how involved are publishers and authors in this entire process and he's a freelancer so he also talks to me about what it really is like to be a freelancer in the publishing industry and how he builds his connections and decides which projects to take and how all of this has been impacted now during the pandemic if you need help with editing your book or getting a professionally designed book cover you can reach out to us at bound email us at connect@boundindia.com and we'll get you all the help you need in getting your book publishing ready but right now let's come back to harshad and learn everything we can about book cover designing so let's tune in hi harshad welcome to the book people hello happy to be here and my first question to you is about the designing process So you know how does it all happen? How does it start? So you know, do mm. publishing houses approach you with a new project? So how do they approach you, and who exactly from a publishing house uh, approaches you for a project? Ah, uh, many different ways in which it can start. Ah, uh, yes, usually it is a publishing house that approaches me, and or very often it is that. and usually it will be uh, an art director or the art director of the publishing house so indian publishing houses generally they have like one art director if they have an art director some mm-hmm. don't even have an art director and they should but anyway uh, so the art director will email me and say that this project is uh, is seems like a good fit can you take it up sometimes a designer will also do it like the uh, the art director will delegate this work to a designer that's working under the art director and uh, that designer will contact me and uh, sometimes the like an author will find me or has worked with me before or has heard from, heard about me and will uh, contact me or the author will tell the uh, the publisher that they want me to do it and then the publisher will get right. in touch with me do you also get uh, you know queries or uh, proposals like this from self published authors yes yes i have been getting more and more of those lately in fact where they've seen the work i've done and they like they i want this person to do it and then they either they are uh, self publishing or they are uh, getting published by uh, an independent press instead of a big publisher mm-hmm. you know so they yeah that's that's been happening more and more i i started off uh, by getting a break with big big publishers and now it's now it's diversified into all kinds of publishers that's great so once you decide you know uh, that you're doing a project once you sign on to a project 
how does the next part of it work i mean you know do they give you a brief or do you get on a call with them do you always end up talking to the author as well like how is the idea behind the book cover communicated to you i uh, usually from a big publisher there'll be a brief like they will have uh, the editor has has made a brief and the art director has put his inputs in it or her inputs in it and they send it to me um but sometimes it's it's more informal where i just talk to the author uh very often there's a phone call between me and the art director uh or a phone call between me and the author um yeah it can be a, it can be there's no like streamlined process for uh, like it has to happen this way it helps right. if there is a brief because what what a brief does is that all the information all the relevant info or requirements from the publisher side are on an email which i can find in one place uh so that helps but very often if if i'm working with a smaller publisher or directly with an author then there are there can be a series of phone calls um the manuscript gets sent to me uh or usually i read part of the manuscript like chapters from the manuscript etc etc sometimes they know what they want sometimes they don't know what they want both are okay mm-hmm. that's bo- both are a part of the job uh when they know what they want it can it can be easier usually it's easier because uh, there are constraints like this is what they want and within that i can experiment and i can but when they don't know what they want then i kind of have to go to them and ask for more like ask questions uh ask them how they feel about like how they envision the, the cover being even if they don't know what they want it's like what colors do you see what themes do you see what are, what are the important things about this book about the story uh and then i read the story so that can also happen so depends yeah no i can i can't imagine how challenging it must be because you're not just uh, sort of trying to capture say one still or one image from the book you know like you would in a movie but you're trying to sort of also capture is the essence of it or you're trying to capture certain themes of it you know or you're yeah, trying to capture like the mood exactly yeah, you know like yeah. if it's satire then how do you show sat- that how do you show on a book cover that you know a book is humorous or a book is that mm. satirical versus like a serious book yeah 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 something some books are very literary some books are kind of like fun casual quick reads uh age group also matters a lot like what are, what's yes. the target audience is it a young adult book is it for uh, children is it for adults so all of that uh, has to kind of the, the cover has to attract that audience to it so that's something so how do you do that as in you know because even when we look at book covers we sort of see similarities in uh, book covers in terms of genres like when you look at a book cover you can tell that okay this is this genre book right like this is a literary fiction this is a romance or you know even like this is a children's book so as a cover designer are there sort of like some guidelines in place or some um, things that you use which are always sort of followed to make sure that you're sticking to a genre no not at all actually no rules at all it's about kind of absorbing the material like the story or whatever the uh, if it's a novel absorbing mm-hmm. that and letting that whatever i get from that come out into the sketches that i make for it and of course the person that i'm working with uh, the art director or the designer that person it's happened a few times where that person like you know what this is nice but uh, i don't think it's going to speak to the audience that that this book uh, is targeting so that can happen so it's right. it's a good thing to have someone who you're working with um, who understands the market now i understand it to a certain degree 
but uh, someone at the publishing house who is speaking to the marketing people of the publishing house and speaking to the editor they have they're getting insights and inputs from other people right so it's good to have that point of contact who who works with me uh, to make it happen do you have specific genres or specific types of book covers that you like to design based on your experience uh, i i think i like working on fiction and besides that there are themes that kind of really interest me like i really like history i like i like science fiction i like uh, fantasy even though i have not worked on these genres actually have i no i don't think so fantasy with like a lot of mythical creatures ha huh, like, like like lord of the rings yes harry potter is like totally imaginary right hmm. i like that kind i like that kind of material but i haven't worked on it so much um so yeah but but yeah anything that's fiction is is totally up my alley uh when i so i've done a publishing course in canada and there you know i mean we had to design book covers uh, just to see what it is like and they were very very poorly done so we just had to sort of try it out to see what kind of thinking goes into designing book covers so i think non fiction in order to show that it's sort of a serious book they do tend to be much plainer like the book covers and they tend to focus more on sort of the type like you mentioned and uh, sort of the name and making sure that the name or title of the book sort of stands out and is not lost yeah. and so it they usually do tend to be plainer that's something i have noticed as well Mm-hmm. I don't think it has to be like that. Like I, I'm sure it's possible uh, to work with illustrations uh, for uh, nonfiction as well. It's just not as prevalent. Like I'll be yeah. all for it. Just, uh, but then, like for example, like from the top of my head, I thought so. If there is a nonfiction book about the functioning of satellites, like in space, hmm. and I start, I go on some imaginative uh, leap of. making of like fancy as space station or with all kinds of uh, weird alien spaceships around it that's not going to work you know so yeah. i guess a non fiction book puts in limitations of sticking to certain references and not flying off the handle and doing yeah. uh, crazy things which maybe reduces the fun of it to to a degree but talking about you know the artistic part of it uh when you're designing when you're illustrating these covers sort of how much of you are you able to put in the cover because there is this brief because there are certain guidelines because you know you have to make sure that you're capturing the essence of the book or the story in your cover but how mm. much of you in terms as an artist are you able to put in the book like do you have a particular style or do you have sort of particular colors or you know specific things that you like to work with none of it is deliberate like the style or the colors i like or the kind of drawings the line quality the shape quality all of that just comes that's just how i make art that's you know so none of it is deliberate and it's really not about me so i'm not really trying to put any of myself in it it's just there right like no matter what i do i'm not escaping what what i do right i'm not going to be, yeah. be able to escape my own style or my my range of styles that that i work with uh so i don't stress about that at all um, and it's not about okay. me anyway it's easy in fact for me to work on these projects because it's not it's i i'm not representing myself i'm i'm doing it for uh for somebody else's project and my job is to bring it out Uh, as best as i can so it actually makes it simpler uh, while if i'm working for my own project uh there are no deadlines the standards are sky high 
i'm never satisfied uh, yeah it, no story is good enough no drawing is good enough so let's not even go there <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's really really helps when the publisher says this is the author this is the story we are publishing it we want someone to make the cover are you do you want to do it i'm like yes because then it's not up to me is the story good enough is the author good enough is this good enough it's like it's all of that is just not my problem at all i just want to make a the best possible cover for this product that's all you know it's simple no i love that because i think i really agree with that because then you have a structure right like you've already been yeah. given some sort of framework you know these are the boxes i have to tick and this is like whatever i'm doing i have to do it within this framework and then someone else is also telling you okay this is good enough now stop working on it <laughs> right? yeah 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 so you can move <laughs> on to the next project like there is closure there which yes, yes. i completely understand because like i as a writer and as a poet you're just never happy with what you're doing by yourself right and you can always go back and say you know what actually i think i should change this or mm. you can go back to something that you have done like 3 years later and be like what was i even thinking this is mm-hmm. rash mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah which can also happen because you're sort of growing as you're mm. uh, sort of doing more artistic things so i yeah. definitely agree with that that's like really interesting so do you have a favorite book cover that you've designed and why is it your favorite mm one favorite uh mm-hmm. so what so thing is that you know uh, art can be art can be very spontaneous but art can also be very planned and organized and meticulous and deliberate um and usually a project works out as a combination of these two things like even though i prefer it to be spontaneous it doesn't always work out in a spontaneous way where i'm just like i take this brush i take this paper and i do some things and it just works out yeah and it just magically is just appears, the best thing yes. you've ever done yeah. yeah um so that kind of a book was prayag akbar's uh, leela it just appeared on, on on paper like that like there was some yeah, i really I like that cover uh thank you thank you so i just spoke to prayag uh and i got a sense of what he wanted took a piece of paper and i painted this wall and, and and like basically most of the cover was done it was traditionally done the wall on paper mm-hmm. and then i put it on a computer put some layers on top made the sky so it was fast it was spontaneous uh the author loved it the publisher loved it i was satisfied with it so and it was yeah so i think uh, it's not just about how something is received it's also about how much how well i rate it how much i enjoyed making it so all of yeah. that goes into it and i can say i've enjoyed many many things but um, all of these factors together uh, i would say is leela uh, yeah yeah no i agree i think you know when you said you were satisfied by it i was like okay that's the that's the most important thing because that is rare yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> to be satisfied with your own work you know yes yes that's a big yeah that's the most important thing yeah so when you're designing a book cover you know how many sort of versions or iterations does a cover go through before it's finalized there can be quite a lot so but then for that to make sure that uh, that that I'm not doing a whole lot of work uh, i kind of split the project in, into stages so in the beginning it's just sketches which is like maybe i'll send three or five sometimes more um, but around three or five sketches uh, different directions in which this book cover could go Mm-hmm. the art director can say okay i like these two directions can you develop it a little bit more then i develop it 
both both of them a little bit uh and then finally we stick to one and then we push ahead on that and then but then if it if it happens that the artist is like no let's not go after the after we pick a direction and we've gone ahead and the artist says no can we go back and follow some pursue some other direction some other sketch so mm-hmm. the, in that case then they have to pay more and there's approval behind every step so i i reach i send sketches one thing is approved then i move to the next stage with that that gets approved next stage and then they're like no can we go back to so then they have given approval so then then it's fair that they pay more when you're sort of being commissioned by publishing houses in that case do authors get any say in you know what book covers are there or uh, has it ever happened that an author you know might disagree with uh, the publisher in terms of what they like in the book cover has that ever happened yes that happens uh, some authors are not interested it seems to me like they they are not really interfering like perumal murugan's books i've done many of them i yeah. have not really heard uh, from the publisher that perumal murugan is saying this or that uh, while many other projects i hear um, the 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 art director will forward me the author's email saying hi this is nice but you know this book is not so serious can it have more color for example you mm-hmm. know so the author will have things like that to say uh, and there has been one occasion i won't name who uh i was commissioned to do a cover for a, for a very famous book by a very very big author and the author said uh, and this was a reprint of the book uh of a famous book and the author said oh no 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 not for my it's it's a very nice cover but not for my book i want to stick to the old cover so and then okay. i got a kill kill fee so that so an author very very famous authors have that kind of weight they're like no <laughs> they can just say no or they can just say yes i i want this absolutely this uh while uh, debutant authors um they they get they give feedback but they don't have that kind of weight right that's interesting so how long does it take uh, you on average to design a book cover like how long does the design process take from say getting commissioned to sort of uh deciding the final final cover mm depends on the publisher's timeline honestly uh it can get done within 10 days to two weeks sometimes i've done uh, in the oh, past fast in the so past i just I assumed it takes like a long time in the past like my first few projects i had to do i think i finished five book covers in like a week that's really fast okay yeah that this was early early days and i was uh, they gave me this project and uh this was for puffin it was these like tales of wit and wisdom it was like a, all of them had a similar theme all of the covers uh so there wasn't this thing where we have to explore a style it was just like this is the style uh but still it was a lot of work i was very tired mm-hmm. um and it's not it's not recommended to give such little time it's just that the, the deadline was such for that project and i managed but generally i would say 10 days minimum it would need but i mean even 2 weeks is a really short time in my head i was thinking because of because there's so much back and forth because there's so much feedback i was thinking at least a month so it is like really cool to know that it's you know in such a short time period sort of uh covers can be made and that must require a lot of back and forth you know and a lot of very quick feedback as well right not something that you yeah. can sit on and think about for a day or two as an editor or as a publisher as well mm. uh, in terms of reverting back to the book designer right yeah that's designer. very true so so uh, a job being finished so fast depends as much on the publisher as it does on me or like 
a fair amount it depends on the yeah. publisher's response and how how fast they are at making decisions honestly if they have if they have a tight deadline they will ease up on on their uh, feedback also like they like okay we need to finish this in the next two days yeah, they will be like yeah yeah this is good go ahead. yeah yeah if it's if it's good enough it's good it's like that <laughs> So you're an illustrator, you know, and I saw that you've been an art teacher and you've been an art handler and you've done sort of all of these different things. Hmm. So how did you get into, you know, designing book covers in the first place? Uh, totally. It's just what happened. Like, it's not like when I finished my master's program, I did a master's in illustration in New York. Hmm. And it's not like I was thinking, okay, I'm doing this to become a book cover, book cover designer, book cover illustrator. I was like the, the everything was fine like book covers were were good magazine illustrations children's books paintings location drawings comics I was down for everything it's just that I got my break from from HarperCollins and then from Penguin and it flew from there like uh, and the other like, like some things worked out well some of the directions I wanted to take work out worked out well while others didn't I like haven't yet worked out. So that's all it is. There's nothing else. But how did you get that first break? Like, I'm really curious in the sense of, you know, for uh, freelancers who are starting out, like, did you hmm. reach out to publishing houses and then HarperCollins sort of happened to get back to you? Or did someone at HarperCollins, you know, find your pro- portfolio or your port- uh, profile somewhere and sort of reach out to you? Like, how did that happen? So the very first one uh, with HarperCollins, it was, I, I know someone, a friend, he works as an editor in HarperCollins. He told the art director that uh, I have a friend who's a, an illustrator and he showed her my work right. and she liked my work and she got in touch with me. Uh, the next one, I was introduced to uh, Penguin's art director by someone uh, online and that person, like Penguin's art director, liked my work, sent me something to do, liked what I did. And and then once these two things happened, people started finding me by themselves. So I also reach out. Um, I don't know what the success rate of me just randomly reaching out to art directors, uh, art directors in the US and Europe especially. The success rate of that has been maybe almost zero. Okay. Mostly it's just been people who found me. Like they already want me uh, to do it. They write to me and even, even our directors from other countries, they write to me and I'm like, yeah, sure. Uh, so it, it kind of has worked out by having a strong online presence, by having a, a website that looks good, by having projects under my belt uh, where I'm showing what I can do and promoting myself for whatever, you know, uh, on social media. Uh, that, that's, those are the basics. And then writing to clients, uh, I do it. You have to. I try. I keep trying. But I don't know how much of that has really helped because I... But I really want to know, uh, because you said that you've worked with so many publishers, you know, outside India. Can you give me some number as to how many uh, publishers you've worked with, like international publishers? Not so many. Three, four. Yeah. I'm working with one right now. So yeah, it's it's harder to crack into that market. It's easier to get in here because I have a network, right? Like people right. recommend me, people who know people who work somewhere in one, in one of these places, they tell them about me. But a random person emailing you saying, hi, I want to work because they get a lot of emails. Our directors yeah. get a lot of emails and what they're looking for is reliability and 
like if someone comes recommended that's better rather than there are many people who have good work right there are yeah. hundreds and thousands of illustrators who have good work but is this person reliable is this person good to work with can this person uh um, follow brief stick to deadlines mm. is is this going to be a good experience and can we form a good working relationship going ahead so these are the things that our directors are more concerned about because they have so many uh, things to handle so many projects to handle that they're looking for relationships so emails don't work yeah no i definitely agree i think you know uh, cold emailing or cold calling as such doesn't really work because they don't know you and you know they can't really gauge much about you from that right definitely mm. recommendations word of mouth as well right and yes also in that sense maybe repeat clients because i'm sure once you have built sort of that working relationship with art directors with editors you know and they know that this is how you as a you know freelance designer works then they'll sort of also be able to come back to you with yes. projects right yeah 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 absolutely like uh, you work with a, with the with the publisher or with the client and you you do the, you do a good job you do it on time they're happy and that person will come back uh, that client will come back they'll want more and then um and and now like i said like authors ask me to do it so authors ask for me uh, other people who see my work uh, tell the publishing houses that they, that they want me so then that that also helps that's great so as a, in the industry as whole how much do you think you know how much does the book cover really matter do you think in terms of either you know the book's popularity or the book sales but i'm a very visual person i know many people who are not visual at all and so i don't know i don't know how much of an impact it has but it's certainly the face of the book right like when uh, if you think of a book you're going to remember how nice it is or how much you enjoyed it but you'll also remember the cover somewhere like you'll you'll know that in the back of your head you'll be like this is this is the face of that book i think for me it's a combination of the book cover and the title because i mm. feel like the name is also really important you know sometimes it is yes if yes. a book has a very interesting name the name will stay in my head you mm. know to mm. the point where i can later go and google it and see what the book is about but i think mm-hmm. it's a combination of the two in some way like visually a combination of the two obviously because the book title also appears on the cover and how mm-hmm. it appears can be very interesting but yeah. also i think you know if you're like just looking things on amazon then just the title in itself can also be very interesting definitely yes 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 i agree so what are some of your favorite or like book covers that you've really liked i mean they can be your own or they can be uh covers designed by someone else that have really caught your interest hmm i mean i will not name my own obviously uh you can uh, no 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 i don't want to uh are <laughs> there's a this designer whose work i really like uh, okay. pinaki day pinaki day is this so i'm talking about indian uh, uh designer yeah, right yeah. now of course uh, pinaki day makes some beautiful covers i don't even know how he does it like he is he does he is an illustrator also but he's also like he works with photographs he's also obviously a very very good designer um right. i really like the work he does and there are some illustrators like indian illustrators who i whose work i really like so a lot of the people uh, uh, the art directors i work with they don't necessarily reach out to 
other designers or illustrators they just handle the job by themselves um and i guess i'm naming people i know and i've i've seen them work uh like gunjan alavat from penguin he's the art director mm. um he does beautiful covers amit malhotra from uh, uh, hapakollins i like his work a lot as well so yeah i mean i like a lot of people's work i, li- I like a lot of different illustrators uh, designers so it's really hard for me to pick out these are the top 3 top 5 um but yeah there's a lot of good work happening and you know you mentioned that you have illustrated children's books uh, so what was that experience like because i know that you you know illustrated moves and baby jaan by mm. anita nayar so mm. what is doing that like and you know how does that process work like are you given the entire story and you know do you sort of uh, create illustrations based on that or do you get to work with the author and the story sort of moves together how does it work so that book that particular book i worked with a designer from penguin who was given this work by the art director so she was given this job to work with me and with anita so that person acts like an art director on the project where she's like the uh, she's the meeting point between the writer and the illustrator yeah. and it was a very big book it had some 50 illustrations 49 50 illustrations and wow. uh, so what they did is that they decided which which parts of the book should get an illustration which of these should be double page spreads which can be single page illustrations which can be spot illustrations um and that was kind of discussed and conveyed to me and and yeah the author kept sending uh, kept sending the story in batches like it was it wasn't fully finished at the beginning i think and then yeah and i kept and then same thing sketch i sent sketches sketch was approved and then i made the final illustration but So as a freelancer you know what are some of the uh, challenges you face in terms of you know managing the brief making sure everyone is satisfied including yourself and you know like making sure you're capturing sort of the essence of the book or any other kind of challenges it can be like payment it can be mm. uh getting projects in the first place mm. Mm. yeah like yeah in that order in uh, reverse order getting projects <laughs> can be can yeah. be a challenge uh, it took a while to take off for me to start getting regular work so in the beginning it's difficult you have to hang in there keep trying keep trying yeah uh then what did you mention before that uh, pay, getting paid yeah that can yes. that can sometimes getting paid be on time getting yes. paid enough yeah getting paid on time getting paid enough getting paid enough is the biggest issue in india um yeah it's it's tough and this is the reason i i reach out to clients in other countries because it's hard to get enough uh in india for for the work you do as an illustrator or a designer mm-hmm. um what are uh, getting paid getting paid kill fees like good responsible art directors and publishers will pay kill fees some may not and you have to ask for them if you're not very assertive you don't ask for them then you feel all bitter so yeah. so that's yeah <laughs> that's the other challenge you know uh, besides that managing your own stress mostly uh, if if i mean being confident and managing your own stress so these are all internal things like in the beginning i was like not even confident can i can i do this can i actually do a book cover so i was like so they, so like so for example in my early years maybe early couple of years someone reaches out to me this is the book cover how much would you want for it I don't even know if I should ask for a fair amount because I'm like full of doubt can I do this 
will i be able to finish it will will they like what i do so like i feel like maybe i should lowball them or something you know like say that oh no you can pay me less or something you know you're, you're in that frame of mind in the beginning yeah uh, so getting that confidence realizing that you're good enough you can do it that you can learn and grow as you do it you know and then no matter what even if you are confident every project will initially have some stress before it's approved to a certain degree uh, before you start feeling good about what you're making that's a big barrier right no that's so interesting because i didn't think of it in terms of you know i agree with the low balling thing like i can imagine and i'm saying all of these things without ever having done any freelancing work or been an artist right but i can imagine how you would want to low ball because also it might feel like okay if i quote less than i'll get more projects uh in the beginning i did a lot of work for very little money and it just does not do do a lot for you maybe you want to do it if you want to get some published work into your portfolio uh or if mm. you're like me and you struggle with personal projects sometimes and you need constraints you know like i said earlier where you're like this is the subject this is the story you're making a project you're making an image for this because if you don't have that nothing is good enough right so yeah. you may you may want some of that in the beginning but as soon like get rid of that get rid of those clients as soon as you can clients who are not paying you well just put your foot down and say this is the minimum is what i would tell other illustrators who are you know starting that's great i think that's great advice and i think a lot of you know illustrators or even freelancers need this kind of advice so hmm thank you for that but uh, so on an average uh, how many projects do you end up doing in a month or in a year i don't know uh i guess between 15 to 20 and it depends on you know, what a project is so there can be like a magazine feature that has four or five illustrations so that's still one yeah. project uh yes. moezan baby jan had 50 illustrations but that's still one project you know yes true and also so the is... amount they pay is different like one project is paying you 20000 rupees the other project is paying you 1 lakh but that's still one project you know right so you said 15 to 20 in a month or in a year because a you year, didn't specify that okay. a year a year uh, no no i would not be able to do 15 to 20 projects a month and honestly i don't even know if it's maybe some, some years it's 10 some years it's 20 uh, and it depends on the size of the project so like maybe the year when i did moez and baby jan i think for a span of 3 4 months i was not taking up any other work because i couldn't you know that book itself was a lot of work i couldn't take on any additional work okay let's talk about the pandemic what has that been like in terms of um for you as a person for you as a freelance illustrator hmm hmm So pre-pandemic I was like a backpacker. I was traveling all over the world, uh, mostly South Asia, Southeast Asia because uh, Europe is too expensive for me. Uh I mean I I went there and it bankrupted me and I came back. So that's how I know. Okay. Uh, and then yeah anyway so so mm. I was here and I I I really started focusing on my work more. Started thinking more seriously about my career which I've been a little bit happy go lucky and uh, you know happy to happy to get what I get uh, but that changed because of the pandemic I started putting in more thought I started reaching out to clients started doing a lot of uh, self directed projects paintings uh, that I've been doing 
over the last year, paintings on paper. Um, so I got a lot more serious because of the pandemic, and and then the work that I did get, uh, and I actually I am fairly lucky. I got a lot of work during twenty uh, twenty, and I put in a lot of work, a lot of my heart into that work. I wasn't distracted by anything. I was a lot more serious about it. So I feel like it's been it's been. I've done okay despite everything this year. Yeah. So I'm grateful for that. I think being stuck in like a house. I mean, there's just so much that you can do, and there's mm. just so much also that you can get distracted by. Not you per se, like even me or anyone else, right? Like there's mm. just. I have found that there's just so little else to do other than work. That all I'm doing is work, and mm. then the challenge is the opposite, which is how to stop working. Mm. You know uh, how to get sort of that balance of. Like yeah. for me personally, I mean, I'm not saying that's a challenge for you, but for me personally, it's been sort of how to make sure I stop working after a period of time and do other mm. things, you know, whatever those might be. Yeah, this happens to me when I'm in the middle of a project, and I'm like, but I don't know if it's a bad thing. Like when I'm in the middle of it, I kind of get really engrossed, and I do take breaks. I do take breaks when I'm working, but uh, but yeah, like I'm I'm thinking about the project all the time, or yeah. So I don't know if that's a bad thing. Uh, anyway, my projects like if it's a book cover, it lasts for a limited time, and then it's done. Yeah. So I have to get used to these surges of uh, work, intense work for some time, and then a few weeks of no work or very little work. So yeah. when you have the work, just go at it, enjoy it, absorb yourself into it. When you don't have it, absorb yourself into whatever else you want to do. That's true. There is this sort of ebb and flow that you have going on. Freelancer's life. True. So, do you think the pandemic is going to have sort of a long-lasting impact on uh, the kind of books that are published or on publishing as a whole? Mm, I wonder what's going to happen to print overall. Um, is there going to be like I don't know um, more e-books? I haven't really seen a huge shift yet. Uh, I mean, it depends on technology also, uh, and. i don't know are um like images that are three dimensional images or moving images uh on on covers i don't know there's a lot that could happen but i don't think we are there yet let's see mm. but uh in terms of book covers you know because you are uh, talking about physical books and i started thinking about ebooks and audio books uh because sometimes they can have a different cover has that ever happened to you like have you been ever commissioned to design only a cover for an ebook and not the physical book or you know design something different like that i have done i think a couple of covers for ebooks but it's not that the cover for the ebook was different from the printed book it's just that the book was only an ebook right. there was no printed version of the book so yeah besides that i don't know okay so let's talk about your reading habits i'm not going to ask you uh, what books you have read recently because i don't want to do that to you but yeah. what are your favorite genres to read in general oh i like uh, i like fantasy uh, fantasy fiction i like science fiction anything that's completely unreal and mm. as far from reality as possible i i enjoy okay. it like yeah i don't know i the the, the real world bores me that i live in it <laughs> 
so no i agree i, like I agree i want something very imaginative i want lots of i want action i want violence i want uh mystery yeah i like those kinds of themes i like graphic novels a lot like books that uh, combine images and texts mm-hmm. text yeah i like that a lot mm. are you planning on working on any have you worked on any i mean i'm not sure if you have but like comic books or graphic novels i did one like comic for uh, something that i a project that i don't remember actually what it was called i did something yes uh, and i've made uh, one page comics by myself but not they not really one is published in a in a zine in america the book okay. that i did for unhcr united nations high commissioner for refugees uh, high commission for refugees that was uh, partly a comic like it was some illustrations some some comics uh, that kind of a book so that's something i've done and yeah but yeah i i like to do it it's just that it's very effort intensive and yeah. it would need a it would need a budget like that also and otherwise would you do it as would, a personal project absolutely but then it's never good enough the story is never good enough so if i get past that if i find something i really want to say and and the story is good enough or i just suck it up and 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 find something and do it it will happen i would love to uh, but yeah let's see when okay okay so i have like um a few questions which are sort of rapid firey so this is the Ooh. the last few questions hmm. so if you if you can just give me quick answers for them and then we can wrap it up mm-hmm. okay all time favorite book all time favorite book uh kakol by kiran nagarkar how about one book cover that you like so uh there was so like i mentioned pinaki day earlier now he has uh, done a book cover called the scent of god and he's done a few versions of it all of them are gorgeous yeah there's also gun island done by penguin random house that was done by gunjan so both beautiful covers yeah okay great and um one source of inspiration yeah also like uh, it's it depends on what you what really speaks to you like mountains really really speak to me like it, they just put me in a different zone so just being there inspires me uh, i like certain kinds right. of i like mountains i like vegetation above a certain altitude i like the smells above that altitude i'm mm-hmm. i'm i'm an altitude kind of person so like when you cross 1500 meters everything changes the air changes the insects reduce which is great um the k- yeah. kinds of trees are very different yeah so that also really like i enjoy being there that's inspiring for me yeah. thank you so much harshad for joining me and for talking to me about all of these different things because i have really never had any perspective about you know book covers about illustrations or about how, how all of these things really work so you've given me a lot to think about so that was harshad marathi talking about how mountains are his biggest source of inspiration I relate to him so much when he says that as an artist it's really difficult to be satisfied with your own work because I really feel that as a writer. What about you? Let us know in the comments or you can DM us at bound india to let us know what you think and what your experience as a writer or an artist is. As you know, we're bound a company that helps you tell your stories and if you need help with getting your book publishing ready with editing or designing services And again, you can DM us or you can email us at connect at boundindia.com. 
If you want to know more about publishing and where it's headed, download our free research document called Demystifying Indian Publishing and the link for that is in the description below. Thanks for tuning in to the book people. I'm Aishwarya and I'll be back next week with a new guest and a new question to answer. Until then, keep reading.